My name is Falko Kruger from Von Felden Duffy at Tunis. Thank the following scenario. Um, there's an unmarried father who wants to raise the, the child uh, or his child and make sure that the father's surname um, is used for the child. And he wants to do this without the mother's consent. I think this was more or less the set of um, facts that the court had to decide on uh, in this uh, recent court case. It's child law, sorry, the Center of Child Law against the Director General Department of Home Affairs and others. And I asked uh, from our offices to have a look at that case. Would you agree with my summary of the facts, Diewart, or what, what happened there? Uh, yes, Mr. Kirill, I would agree. Uh, the, the facts shortly were the couple uh, met in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The father of the child is a South African and a member of the Defence Force. Um, he was deployed there in a, on a peacekeeping mission and thus they met there. Uh, they were married according to the DRC's customary law and they had two children. Now the ch child um, in this regard was the one that was born in South Africa at Grahamstown. So um, the dispute, uh, so I should call it the legal issue rather, arose when the mother would travel between the Democratic, Repo Democratic Republic of the Congo and South Africa to apply for a visa. Um, her visa, however, expired uh, when she was in a very advanced stage of a pregnancy, and as a result, she was then unable to renew it. So the couple tried to register the birth of their daughter, but they failed because the mother was not in possession of a visa or a permit. Uh, furthermore, Home Affairs refused to recognize their customary marriage, and therefore the child was treated as a child born outside of wedlock, according to the Act. So the legal issue, as I previously mentioned, was uh, the constitutionality of Sections 9 and 10 of the Births and Deaths Registration Act 51 of 1992 was challenged, um, and in regard to whether any reasons could justify the unfair discrimination that is established by Section 10, uh, when a distinction is therefore made between children born to married parents and those who are not. So just shortly, um, Section 10 regulates the surname under which a child born out of wedlock will be notified, and Section 9 regulates how this notification should take place. So the surname used is of paramount importance to a child's identity, particularly where the child's mother is absent during the notification process. So even though Section 9 empowers an unmarried father to give notice of his child's birth, the exercise by an unmarried father of his right under Section 9.1 is contingent on either the mother's presence or her consent during this registration. Okay, so, so the father basically in this application of actually basically the Center for Child Law on his behalf wanted that um, section to be declared unconstitutional, am I right? And then give him the opportunity to uh, register the birth without the consent of the mother. Yes, uh, the matter was appealed all the way to the Constitutional Court and the Constitutional Court ultimately held that Section 10 constitutes unfair discrimination against unmarried fathers based on sex, gender and marital status. Uh, there was, however, a minority judgment by Chief Justice Mukweng, where he looked into the merits and he found that the birth of the child could not be registered only because of the mother's visa had expired, an issue under regulations and not section 9 and 10. And he expressed his criticism in this regard um, with regards to child trafficking and the, the, um, the opportunities that now arise for men to just, um, or should I say fathers to, uh, to register children who were born and then it would give rise to child trafficking and so forth. Okay. But then 
Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. So the, the, what did the court find? Yeah. So the court ultimately found uh, the constitutional court confirmed the high court judgment and how that section 10 falls to be declared inconsistent with the constitution and is invalid to the extent that it does not allow an unmarried father to register the birth of his child in the absence of the child's mother. So the court remedied this um, by ordering that section 10 of the act shall be deemed to read as follows. Uh, subsection 1, notice of birth of a child born out of wedlock shall be given. Then subsection A, under the surname of the mother, or under the surname of the father, where the father is a person giving notice of the child's birth and acknowledges his paternity in writing under oath. And then subsection C, at the joint request of the mother and of the person who is the presence of the person to whom notice of birth was given, um, acknowledges himself in writing to be the father of the child and enters the prescribed particulars regarding himself upon the notice of birth under the surname and the person who has so acknowledged. Okay. Interesting, and I guess um, the lesson is that the father can now register the child without consent of the mother. So obviously that can in many cases have far-reaching consequences, and this is a decision of the Constitutional Court. So there can't be any further appeal. This is the highest court in the in the land, in the country. So um, yeah, would you agree with that summary, or what, is, what would you say is the lesson? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I would also say um, I would agree with just Chief Justice McQueen, where he said maybe if there arises um, similar facts, the court can maybe um, then address this in another way, because as he said previously, uh, the, it was more under uh, the regulations, according to him, and not sections nine of the 10 that were to be unconstitutional to his um, opinion. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's uh, our program for today. Uh, thanks for listening. Make sure that you tune in again next week. Our email address for your questions or comments is info at vvd for Duffy, dot co dot za.